1: Learn more at marines.com.
0: Welcome in to the new PFF NFL Daily. Here's a recent snippet from the PFF NFL podcast. Again, a difference-making pass-catching option is still needed. You know, when I look at Juju Smith-Schuster, even at his best when he's operating from the slot and he's a very efficient kind of short yardage after the catch kind of a player, to me, he's a wide receiver two option at best. And Mike Kosicki, yeah, he'll give you some plus athleticism at times when you when you throw that wrinkle into the passing game plan with the tight ends. But again, he's not, he's not good enough in the passing game to where, okay, he's like a Travis Kelsey or a George Kittle or a Mark Andrews type where these guys can be focal point number ones in the offense. So when I look at this Patriots team, it's just they don't have a – they don't have a dominant offensive lineman that they could really lean on at the tackle spot. They don't have a go-to player in the passing game that they would really need in this offense. And on the flip side of things, they don't have like that shutdown, lockdown corner. I think it's guys that are okay, but corner was an area that really let them down last year, I think, overall, just from the secondary entirely. So um, that's that's kind of what I look at with the Patriots they didn't make huge splashes in free agency. And so ultimately a lot of the needs that we thought for them, especially in the first round going into the draft, they're the same. It's offensive tackle, it's corner, it's wide receiver. Although I don't think wide receiver is going to be really considered with them picking at number 14. I think right. it's going to come down to corner offensive tackle, but that's the way that I see their needs right now.
1: I'm kind of surprised. You still think that offensive line is that big a need for the Patriots. Um, like, you know, if Riley Reef starts at right tackle, I think they're fine. If Calvin Anderson has to start at one tackle spot, I think they're fine. Like, it's not like it's a good um, group necessarily overall, but it's, it's like Buffalo's where they just want to be okay at every spot. If you've got five average offensive linemen, you're fine. And, you know, again, sure, you're in the toughest division, toughest conference, you would like to be better than that. But in terms of, like, allocation of resources, I think that offensive line would be in certainly in the top half of offensive lines in the NFL whereas wide receiver is a need like even with sure. Juju there they they need that one guy that's going to come in and transform that group like a corner I agree with you is a need um and probably their most obvious kind of first round target but mm-hmm. like, I just don't I don't think offensive line is on the same level as those two spots maybe some
0: Patriots drafting strategies of the past kind of go into this a little bit because I agree with you that the wide receiver group is the one that feels the most barren. Even yeah. though I have it as like number three, if you will, on this list, I, if, if there was a dominant wide receiver to pick, like if there was a Jamar Chase, if there was a uh, Justin Jefferson, if there was somebody who was an absolute takeover offensive weapon that they could draft at 14, I feel like they absolutely should. But the Patriots just don't do it. And in this wide receiver class, unless you really think that of Quentin Johnston from TCU, I mean, are they going to draft Jackson Smith and Jigba at 14? And then they just have Jackson Smith and Jigba and Juju Smith-Schuster you know, like and like a couple of like smaller slot guys. Maybe they think that'll make all the difference in the world, and maybe it would with Bill O'Brien. There's the offensive coordinator. But when I look at their wide receiver room, unless they see Quint Johnson as a wide receiver one X type of on the line of scrimmage outside wide receiver, I don't know how. Even if I like the talent of Josh Downs, even if I like the talent of Smith and Jigba and Jordan Addison and um, Zay Flowers, like. Are those guys moving the needle for this Patriots group of wide receivers? I don't know. I kind of have my doubts about that. That's why I keep going back to offensive line because you mentioned, okay, there are some names on there who have performed all right, and maybe they can get average out of the offensive line. I want better than average. You know, if I'm sitting there with the number 14 pick, and that's a premium pick in the first round, that's where my mind would go, especially with the lack of wide receiver talent that they have. So I, I still do think it's going to come down to offensive tackle and corner.
1: Oh, I, I agree with you that I think they're much more likely to draft an offensive lineman at of 14 than they are a wide receiver, but I don't mm-hmm. think that's reflection of the, the relative need of the two. I think that the Patriots, maybe more than any team in the NFL at one specific position group, are and would be right to be uh, you know, snake bitten by drafting a wide receiver in the first round, like they, yeah, the list of wide receivers that they have drafted since you know, finding Julian Edelman, a quarterback, and turning him into a wide receiver is awful. And the higher the pick, the worse it seems to be. You know, they Nikhil Harry is the guy that tempted them back into the first round for a wide receiver for the first time since what was it, 2006. And that was one of the biggest busts that anybody's had in the last few years. So The Patriots should be looking at this and going, anything but a wide receiver in the first round. Like, just don't do it. Figure out another way. Um, But to me, that means that they should still be in the trade marketplace, right? And even if it means the number 14 overall pick goes somewhere else. Like, let's trade for a wide receiver. Let's answer that without even getting to the draft. Let's flip the 14th pick. Right. You know, we've been talking about T. Higgins, Cincinnati's resolve for
0: keeping him. Brandon Ayuk. Like, oh dial up. Wait, you're saying you're saying off from 14 for T? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean T would be wide receiver one in this draft.
1: Right. Same thing with with Brandon sure. Ayuk in San Francisco, right? At some point they're gonna have to pay all those guys. How wedded to keeping him around are you? Would the number 14 mm. overall pick change your mind? You know, they, that's a that's a pretty big bargaining chip to have a mid first round draft pick and have a need for wide receivers who are gonna have to get paid. And sure, the team would like to keep them around, but there's a difference between, you know, I'd like to do that in an ideal world, and right now somebody has put the number 14 pick on the table and maybe Mm -hmm. something else in addition. Like, the A.J. Brown trade, effectively, a year later, is what the Patriots should be offering teams that have a wide receiver available. And not, you know, available, but a, a wide receiver
0: that could potentially be pried from them. I hadn't thought of that for T. Higgins, but I actually... Like it now, like the wheels are turning. Now, like that's that is that is opened it up for me. Now, I I don't think the Bengals will do it, but again, I only don't think the Bengals would do it because they have not given any wiggle room at all that they are interested in moving on from T. Higgins. Sure. But there's a difference between saying that yes. out loud and telling a team no to the number 14 overall pick.
1: So here's the thing I've been like pushing this as an idea, and Bengals fans hate me for it because they're like, they say he's not for trade, they don't want to trade him. I agree you having just come to this idea and you say okay number 14's not going to get it done what do you think Cincinnati would accept for T Higgins if 14s the, the thing is is that obviously if so let's say that's your first offer right I'm the Patriots I phone you up you're Cincinnati hey we understand that T Higgins is not for trade you're not interested mm-hmm. I, 14. I want to give you the 14th overall pick. Your initial response is, nope, not going to happen. What's your counter? Like, what's the next? Where
0: are we going? Where do we meet? I mean, at that point, if you're the Patriots, how much more could you realistically give than 14? Because 14 feels high anyways, right? But I think that it's worth it for that kind of a caliber of a player. If you're the Patriots, I don't think you offer anything more than maybe you counter and say, okay, we'll throw in... What next year's third at most? Because you can't, you can't get higher than that. You can't start going like, oh, we'll give you a first and a second round pick for T Higgins. Cause then all of a sudden that just I mean that doesn't make sense for New England. And you might put the Bengals in a situation where you go, okay. If you're gonna be that crazy about it, I guess that we'll we'll take it. So right now, although it's very interesting, I think this is a, a great proposition that you guys have. It doesn't feel like it could get done for anything more than if the Patriots offered 14. Because once once the Patriots start offering more than 14, then they're just getting crazy with it and they're getting reckless, I think, with their draft picks. And if the Bengals already didn't want to talk to the point where they, would, they wouldn't take the number 14 overall pick, then... You're, again, you're probably going to have to stack the trade to a point that gets unrealistic. So, yeah. Very int- that's very intriguing, but that's that's ultimately where my mind goes first I mean, when you ask
1: that question. AJ Brown went for the first rounder, which was a little lower, right? It was like 19.
0: Um, uh, I think it was 22. Okay.
1: The, so a lower first round pick, but they threw in a third, I think, as well, like 90 or 100 or something like that. I think you could go 14 and then throw in something conditional next year, you know, based off how he does as the number one
0: wide receiver in your offense, like a conditional. Oh, eight, 18th and 101st. Okay. Yeah. So. This what it was.
1: Right. So if 14.
0: Yeah. So, okay. Think, the, the A.J. Brown trade's about as far as you'd go.
1: Yeah. So you could either do that this year, right? 14 and 107 or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Or you could say 14 and let's say a conditional second next year. Like, if he plays if he hits whatever we give you the second round pick in 2024 i think yeah. that's at least the conversation that cincinnati has to take
0: yeah again that just to to me that doesn't make sense for the patriots to go that far then because you're not just trading for him right you're trading for him and you have to pay him right because right? that's the whole point of why cincinnati would even move on from him mm-hmm. so you're doing both that make it made it made sense for the Eagles to go that far on a team that was close enough to take the next step, which clearly they did to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, Patriots but, aren't making the Super Bowl with T. Higgins. No, right? but
1: I also think he can have that kind of impact on a white on a on an offense where he becomes your number one. All of a sudden, Juju, Devontae Parker, Mike Gesicki—that suddenly starts to look a lot better when they're just complementary pieces to a guy that's a number one. It helps Mac Jones like that it might not have the aj brown impact but it can have that kind of impact certainly way more than anything you're going to get in the first round in terms of risk reward like i think that's i think you can talk yourself into a 2024 conditional second based off that kind of impact
0: i just don't i don't <laughs> i i do not disagree with what you're saying with like what t higgins brings to the table I don't know how much it actually moves what the Patriots are able to do. If the Patriots traded a first and a third round pick and signed T Higgins to a month to it to a big deal to get him on the team, you know where the Patriots would be ranking wise in the division? Fourth. Still fourth. They'd yeah. still they'd still be fourth. And like to me that that's that kind of wh- being honest with where they are in a winning window also goes in this to me cuz again, it was worth it for Philly to give up what they gave to give up what they gave for A.J. Brown because it truly put them over the top and it got them on a Super Bowl trajectory. Yeah. It helped, at least. For the Patriots, it only makes a really bad pass-catching unit maybe average. And that, to me, that's then, that's not worth it. You're not taking an epic step. You're just getting to mediocrity, especially when we already went over the fact that this is the toughest division in football. We're assuming that Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets. So, like, the first two three years of you even having t higgins maybe the roster even gets a little bit better around him. what are you barely fighting for a wild card spot essentially i don't know that's yeah. that i mean i'm talking through it that's where i ended up